Automation, something that can save us lots of time and effort, but when it comes to content repurposing and automation, is it a good idea or not? Keep listening to find out the top automation tools that I recommend and those that I think are best avoided. You're listening to the Content 10X podcast, where it's all about content repurposing. I'm Amy Woods, and I'm here to help you maximize your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people, whilst also saving time. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Content 10X podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, founder of Content 10X. And in this episode, I'm talking about the good, the bad and the ugly of content repurposing automation. So let's kick off with exactly what I mean by content automation. So when I say automation, I'm using the term to talk generally about any tool that allows you to automate. So remove steps or actions that you would have otherwise done yourself as part of your content marketing process. So this could be anything that automates the idea generation, content creation, repurposing or publishing part of your process. And it's amazing really just how much of the content marketing process you can automate, especially when you consider that it's quite a creative process and it's a strategic process too. But then that leads to, as with anything, just because you can, does it mean that you should? Because if automation works for your content marketing and repurpose process, then it's going to mean less effort. It will save you a bunch of time. And what are you going to do with that saved time? Create more content, work on other aspects of your business, business development, sales, product development, service development. There's lots that you can do. You aren't generally a business owner or founder and expected to be a full-time content creator. So we need to look at ways to save time. Now, some automation tools even promise to remove an entire role or two from your business, saving you lots of money. So like I said, if it works and it works well, it sounds like the perfect answer to many a time-strapped business owner or content creator out there. All of the benefits, less of the work, so that's the dream, right? But there's always going to be a compromise with these things. It's like fad diets that offer similar promises, all the results with little effort on your part, but what happens, they just don't work. Or those massage devices that you can attach to your body, just wear them whilst watching the TV and apparently you'll get six pack abs. I'm afraid that's too good to be true. It just doesn't work and sometimes that's the case with content repurposing automation tools as well. However, before I talk about the repurposing automation tools that don't work, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, I want to make clear that I do believe some automation is perfect for your content marketing process. In fact, I use automation tools all the time. It's just not suitable for each and every part of the content marketing process. So let me share with you the absolute number one place you should be using automation in your content marketing strategy, and that's your content distribution. So content distribution can be really tricky. Getting lots of content out there, it's hard work and posting each individual piece one at a time 
is both really time consuming, exhausting. Now at Content 10X, if we had to post everything we create natively, it will take hours every day and it's time we just don't have. And what's more, it will put us as a team off creating so much content if we had to factor in endless hours of publishing. And not to mention the service that we deliver to our clients. We publish hundreds of pieces of content every week. So we have to automate this. So content distribution automation empowers you to create more content because it hugely streamlines this part of the process. It means that you can just spend one chunk of time each week, for example, uploading all of your content and setting those scheduled times for it to be posted. And then you can get on with everything else you need to do. All your content distribution would then be taken care of. Now, of course, there's lots of different automation tools for different content types and platforms. It's really up to you to research which ones are most suited to your business needs. But I'll give you my recommendations for what we like here at Content 10X. So firstly, with social media, when it comes to social media, there's lots and lots of third party scheduling tools out there. And some social media platforms have their own scheduling tools, which I'll come on to in a second. But our preference for third party scheduling is Buffer. So we like it for its simplicity and it's very good with Instagram. Now, others that we use with our clients include Hootsuite and HubSpot. We've used Smartacute, Agora Pulse, Later. We've pretty much used every single social media scheduling tool and they're all fairly similar. Well, apart from HubSpot, which is a powerful CRM tool, it allows you to schedule blog posts as well as social media and emails too. And it's really an all-in-one tool and very good. It's more expensive, but it's very good. But as I said, for social media scheduling, we like Buffer because it's just nice and simple, but we do use Hootsuite to pull off data and do our reporting from. So my biggest recommendation is to find the tool that suits you based on the platforms that you focus on. For example, we've had clients come to us suggesting we use a particular tool with them, but their main platform is Instagram and their main format is video. And they hadn't realized the platform that they were considering using doesn't post videos to Instagram automatically. So that's the kind of thing that we need to advise our clients on with matters like that, the best distribution tool for them. Now, I did mention that you can do this natively too. So Facebook Creator Studio allows you to schedule posts to Instagram and Facebook. And Twitter have built in a feature now to allow you to schedule tweets as well, which I think is fantastic. LinkedIn, TikTok, they don't allow you to schedule posts yet within their own platform and their own apps, but I'm sure that's only something to come down the line. So I highly recommend using a social media scheduling tool or scheduling native because it frees up so much of your time. And this is the perfect use of automation as it allows you to be almost completely hands-free with your social media distribution once you've done that initial bulk of hard work of loading up the scheduling tool. And it's always great if you can hop on a platform to engage with people and respond to people and answer comments and questions. But if you're having a particularly busy week, then scheduling all the social media content gives you that peace of mind. And then you can jump on the platforms and engage at the times that are right for you throughout the week. 
Now, secondly, email automation. So if you have an email list or you want to grow one, then email automation is definitely what you want. You don't need to be sending emails in real time. You can schedule them in advance and set up automations and email sequences for when, say, somebody joined your list or downloads a lead magnet. Some even give you features like A-B testing that allow you to find out what your audience really respond to. For example, which type of subject line gets the highest open rates or which types of calls to action get the most clicks within the emails. So A-B testing and automation is all fantastic features of these email automation tools. Now our chosen tool is Active Campaign, which is far more than just an email automation tool. It's a full marketing automation tool and CRM system. And I mentioned HubSpot earlier. Similarly, that's email, CRM, social media, blog posts, the full marketing automation shebang there. And there's lots of other tools out there. So do the research and find one that's best suited to you. And many people start with MailChimp or Aweber. So we started with Aweber and then moved to Active Campaign. One huge bonus that I haven't mentioned to all of these automation tools as well is that they often come with analytics. So the more data you can get about your content marketing efforts, the better you can perform in the future. So getting feedback about how your content has performed is a brilliant added bonus and not all automation tools will give you insights, but some do. So that can be another excellent reason to use automation at the distribution stage. So they are automation tools that help with your content marketing, not repurposing specifically, but more on the distribution side of things. And the great thing about automating at the distribution stage is that it doesn't affect the quality of your content. Hey, just a little break from this podcast episode to ask you a question. Would you like one single place that you can go to that provides you with everything you need to be able to implement the best practices in content repurposing for your video content, your podcast episodes, and your social media content today? To help you get more value from the content that you create, get more time back, and help you reach more people than you ever thought possible. If so, then you are going to love the Content 10X Toolkit. The toolkit is full of video tutorials, templates, checklists, swipe files, step-by-step guides, and more that shows you how to repurpose your content in the best ways possible today. No more Googling, no more figuring it out yourself. We provide you with everything that you need to become a content repurposing pro. If this sounds like something that would interest you, then go check out the Content 10X Toolkit at content10x.com forward slash toolkit. Okay, I'm back to this week's episode. So now I want to talk about what automation is maybe not so great for and why. And this is in the area of content repurposing. So often if you choose automation tools at the creation or repurposing stage, you're going to have to compromise on quality, sometimes a little and sometimes a lot. And I just want to emphasize what I consider to be essential when it comes to content repurposing, because you've heard me say this an awful lot, but firstly, it's about respecting the platform, creating content that is right for the platform versus having a one size fits all approach. And secondly, it's putting thought into it and knowing your audience. So slicing up a long video into social media videos requires really careful consideration as to what you take out and why and how and the context and how your audience will respond to it. 
And also, it's about staying true to your brand as well with the content that you create. So you need to bear all of that in mind when you are repurposing content. Automation tools are great for automating processes, but they can't automate a personality, creativity, tap into people's emotions, or automate strategic thinking. And I say they can't do that, well, not anyway. There are people out there building incredible and almost scary AI that will do all of this soon too, I'm sure. But we're not there yet. So if you get your content written by a machine, the chances are it may not be able to make an effective human connection. And if you get your content repurposed by a machine, well, you're gonna run into some similar errors. And I always talk about the dangers of lazy repurposing. For example, taking a live streamed video and just putting it straight onto YouTube with no platform specific editing, or just stripping the audio warts and all from the live stream and putting it out as a podcast. So check out episode 186, live stream repurposing the good, the bad and the ugly, where I share the wrong ways to repurpose live streams in the right way. And the right way isn't automated. So check that out. That's content10x.com forward slash 186. Now, similarly, you'll see automation tools out there that chop up your blog and tweet sections of it out. Now, these approaches produce low quality content that gets low quality results. Twitter accounts that just post contextless quotes and links that don't provide any value are putting lots of content out consistently, but it's not really worth engaging with it. So what really is the point? And you'll also find tools that, for example, will automate turning a video or a podcast into, say, a blog post automatically. So they'll say, we'll take your video, we'll take your podcast, and it will become a published blog post on your website. But again, what they do is they transcribe the audio, and then they'll put that on your site. Now, how good is that going to be? We don't write how we speak. So to me, you need to take that content and turn it into fit for purpose post. And what about your blog post features? What about the artwork? What theme do you use? What are the certain nuances that make it on brand for you? The whole thing just scares me in a way because it automates something, but it just creates low quality off-brand content. And I think it's all okay as long as you go in and then do work after to improve that content before it's published into the public eye. And I would say the same for anything that automatically cuts up videos too. So there is a lot that should go into deciding exactly how to cut up videos to create standalone value-add social media content. And this needs to be done by a human. I can't even begin to tell you how many hours we spend on our clients' content deciding how we should be cutting up their longer form videos for individual short videos for different social media platforms, really thinking about the what the message is in the video the different audiences on different platforms, what they are there for, what will resonate with them. There's a lot that goes into that. And the video needs to look good as well. It has to have a good title. It shouldn't just look like a robot chop something up basically and then spat it out onto social media. So just be really cautious of repurposing automation tools. I'm not saying don't use them. I'm just saying ensure that you are involved where you need to be to maintain quality standards and keep your content fit for platforms and respectful of the medium and audience and just don't fall into a high volume trap and be neglectful of your brand and your standards. Because the whole idea of content marketing is to show how valuable you can be 
to audiences far and wide. And to do this, you need to look like an expert, which is why it's always best to be thorough and give detailed attention to your content and repurposing. You want the absolute highest quality content and assets that show how professional you are. Because in my experience, high quality content produces high quality results. So once you've got your high quality content created and repurposed, then it's all about bringing that last piece of the puzzle automated content distribution to make sure it gets out there and does its job. Now you can find links to all of the tools I've recommended in this episode in the show notes. And if you have any questions or thoughts about content automation, then do reach out to me on my social channels. I'm at content10x on all of the platforms. So I really hope that you found this episode interesting and hope it's given you some ideas and some thoughts as to content automation as part of your content marketing approach. If you like the episode, then do give the podcast a rating and review because it really does make a difference and helps me to reach more people with this podcast. If you'd like help with your content repurposing, then we offer a fully end-to-end done-for-you content repurposing service here at Content 10X. So do go check us out, content10x.com, and see if we could be the content repurposing partner for you. So all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and I'll catch you in the next one.